Well, we've got Mike Marin with us this morning. Mike, how are you today? I'm doing real well. How are you guys this morning? Well, we're good. good. Glad to have you with us. How are things in the uh, greater Danville area, Michael? Things are good. Uh, you know, spring's rolling along, and uh, farming's about wrapped up, and uh, just looking forward to summer and getting out and talking to uh, a lot of constituents and uh, uh, finding out what's on everybody's mind. What do you think is going to happen this year with this uh, primary being at the end of June this year? That's really going to be kind of wild for people, isn't it? It is. I think, uh, you know, usually the primary being in March, you've got a little bit of a break between, uh, the you know, when you do your primary campaigning and then uh, when you start getting into the general election cycle. But there's not going to be a break this year. And unfortunately, I wish I had better news for people out there. You're not going to get a break from any of the negative ads either. <laughs> uh, they're just going to keep uh, right on rolling, I think. So Yeah, we're seeing plenty of that this year. It's pretty wild watching all this stuff. That's for sure. That is definitely for sure. What else is going on, young man? Well, you know, that's that, it's kind of quiet right now, which is a little bit odd, but uh, things will heat up as we get into summer, and uh, there's a lot of good things happening in Danville. Uh, you know, a lot of good, exciting energy, I think, over there, and uh, things are definitely progressing and moving forward, so... Looking forward to a good, fun summer of uh, meeting a lot of people and, and, you know, talking to people in the, the district and getting a, a good plan for when we go back to, to Springfield this fall. I read, uh, Mike, uh, yesterday, speaking of Danville, that there was a story that uh, seems like Mervis Industries and the city are a little bit at odds because of the uh, the gambling site that's coming out there at Lynch Spur. And, and they have had a couple lawsuits and a judge ruled in favor of the uh, city on this last one, but there's still one pending. Can you elaborate on that a little bit about what's going on with those those uh, issues? Well, I think you always have a little wrangling when you have big <laughs> projects like this. <laughs> some some disagreements, uh, you know, at, at some of the levels, of, some of the development uh, didn't go maybe as as some people had hoped or planned. But you know, the thing is, uh, Mervis Industries has been a, a really key important part of Danville. The family's been wonderful, been been just great citizens and, and done a lot for the Danville area and Vermilion County for a number of years. And so, uh, you know, hopefully whatever happens, I, I hope things progress uh, as needed on the casino, but I, I hope uh, the city and the, and the Mervis family are able to patch things up because it's a wonderful city and a wonderful family, and uh, uh, they're both very, very closely linked, and I don't know what... Uh, what we would do without the Mervis family. So now Mervis has a, they've got a warehouse out there, don't they? Right, a recycling center, I okay. think, close to them. Yeah. So we'll see what happens with all that. Everybody has a tendency to feud when you dangle enough money out there. So we'll see what uh, shakes with all that. Well, that happens from time to time. Yeah, it does, doesn't it? <laughs> yeah. Are you going to be? Uh, when you say out touching base with people, what kinds of things do you have planned this summer? Well, coming up next week uh, on June 2nd uh, at 5.30 in the Savoy Village Hall, we're going to do a town hall. And mm. uh, those are always good to do at the end of session. And it's a, it's a good way to touch base with people. You know, usually they're fairly well attended and uh, get to hear what, what's on people's minds and kind of give a recap of what happened in the spring session and so we'll probably have a variety of events uh like that but uh 
yeah, other than that, you know, just try to make the the coffee shop rounds and uh, uh, talk to as many people as you can. It's uh, there's not anything too complex about it. It's just about going out and having conversations with uh, with voters and the people that you represent. I wanted to ask you too. Did you get a chance to watch the debate last night with uh, three of the Republican candidates for governor? I actually, I actually missed it. I'm going to try to catch the recap today, but I'm, I'm sure it was very lively, as uh, <laughs> most of the governor, <laughs> governor's race has been to this point. So I thought it was interesting. Richard Irvin did not; it was invited, did not make it. Now he, they said that he was at another debate, but anyway, oh, is I, that right? That's uh, so. Yeah. Any, any thoughts on him not taking part? Well, I, you know, it's, it's been kind of interesting the, the campaign strategy there uh yeah, it's sometimes uh you wonder you have questions like that why somebody isn't at a particular event or or whatnot but uh uh they've got campaign strategists that have got it figured out a lot better than i do so i <laughs> i guess i can't re- can't really give you too much insight into sure. it other than somebody thought that that was the right decision to make so well, Richard Irvin seems to be fairly well-known downstate now. Darren Bailey wasn't so early on, but uh, due to all his uh, opponents' advertising, people kind of know who he is now. Well, that's kind of interesting. Well, there has been, I think, an unprecedented amount, unprecedented amount of money uh, spent on this primary, yeah. and so yeah. I think... Uh, we've gotten all the information that that we need about who Richard Irvin and Darren Bailey are, and and all their negatives as well <laughs> at this point. So I guess I guess that's just kind of the side effect when you have a, a couple billionaires weighing in on uh, uh, who should be the next governor. Well, if they've spent all the money they budgeted for the primaries, I'm wondering where they're going to come up with the money for this fall. <laughs> <laughs> they're, gonna have, they're gonna have to loan themselves the money i guess to make this happen that's a good question but i i know a couple of the guys that are bankrolling uh both sides of, of that primary fight and then of course the uh the governor himself uh they, they've got a pretty hefty bank account so i don't know if it's an unlimited supply but um i guess we'll find out <laughs> did the governor ever get that house done the one that he pulled all the toilets out of and all the stuff that he was <laughs> getting all the grief about i wonder if he got those back on the market or what he was going to do with them <laughs> you know i'm sure we'll find out a lot more information on that probably september and october i'm sure we will <laughs> there's probably sure going to be will. some interesting debates coming up whoever the Right now, it looks like it might be Irvin, the Republican nominee. Mm-hmm. Now, that's early polls. I'm not saying that's sure. going to happen. But it's, there's going to be, if that does happen, can you imagine the debates between Pritzker and Irvin, how, what that's going to be like? Well, they, they will be interesting to watch, that's for sure. <laughs> yeah, there's I, no I, I doubt. definitely won't miss any of those. <laughs> <laughs> We're just going to see in the precursor for everything that's going to happen this fall, apparently, right now, what's going on yeah. during the primaries. I think so. You know, you've got this this political environment that's just very negative right now. I think the entire country split and divided, and then uh, you you pour all the all this money into it, uh, and it, it's just kind of like dumping gasoline on the fire. So it it'll get interesting, that's for sure. Well, I was telling CW we had this shooting down in Texas yesterday, and that just kind of pulled the uh, rug under from out from under all the networks and everybody else who were uh, preparing to 
cover that primary in four or five states, however many it was, and there's been hardly mention of anything going on with it. Well, that, that's for sure, and, and rightfully so. I mean, it just it, it sucks the air out of everything when you hear of a tragedy like that. Yeah. You're, you're, your heart just goes out to the people down in Texas. And, I mean, there's way too much of this happening these days. And I, I wish we could have a, an honest, meaningful conversation in the political world about how we, what, what we can do to, to end this kind of violence because it's, it's, just, it's almost becoming routine at this point, and it's, it's just sad. And it's been going on like this for 10 years, and if Republicans make all the gains they're talking about, I think this is going to be another 10 years before we come up with a solution to it. Well, I mean, I I think really both sides of the political spectrum need to stop trying to score political points on this issue and and really try to figure out what's going on here. it's It's not an easy issue. It's a very complex issue that I think a lot of things go into it, uh, you know, as far as why people think that that's a solution to their problems to act out in, in that manner. Uh, but it's, we, we really get got to put our partisanship aside and, and figure out a way forward to stop this. Yeah. State Senator Mike Mara and Mike, thanks for your time this morning. We sure appreciate it. It's great to talk to you guys as always. All right. Take care. Take care.